chips are involve almost everything we do. Okay, you, they, you know, our watchers, our dryers, um, our cars, you know, parts in our car, which is why during COVID, I don't know if you remember, but it was taking a year or six months or even more to get a car because they couldn't find windshield wipers. They couldn't find parts. They couldn't find chips to run. Chips right. run they, your, they'd have yeah. the entire car built, yeah. but they wouldn't have right. one piece that needed a computer right. chip and, it's and all the because, car wouldn't work. It's all because of chips. And, uh, you know, our drones, our defense systems are dependent, dependent on chips. But here's the deal. 90% of the chips in the world are manufactured by the Taiwanese computer chip manufacturing company. I think it's called TSC or TCS. And so one of the things that the president tried to do is actually create legislation called the CHIPS Act, which was signed into law in August 2022, which does exactly that. It basically provides $80 billion of providing incentives and grants and dollars to motivate folks to create chips in the U.S. For example, Wolfspeed. I mean, they haven't been awarded grant money. $50 billion of that's over the next five years. $11 billion for semiconductors and all kinds of technologies. And the idea is that we want to create the jobs here, right? Because we're going to create these jobs. And guess what? Another $200 billion is going to go into workforce training, educating our workforce in areas like AI technology to support advanced manufacturing, working with our community college systems. So... This is a big deal, and I think that uh, Ronnie Chatterjee, who's a good friend of mine, Dr. Ronnie Chatterjee, was a professor at Duke. He's back at Duke now, but he was the chip czar. So he was working for the Commerce Secretary, Nicole Raimondo. He's a brilliant man. And then they said, well, why don't you come in and help run this you know, chips program? And so that's what I learned from Ronnie over the time. He was here with the, you know, you know these are important things to do. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, there's over $2.5 trillion that's gone into you know, innovation, jobs, climate change, infrastructure through the Infrastructure Act, the $1.3 trillion Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, which invests about $391 billion in climate change, $100 billion in healthcare, and now the Chips and Science Act. But that's why it's important. And it's going to happen here. It's not just in the U.S. It's in North Carolina. Well, let's look at Wolf Speed and the transformation. Uh, Greg Lowe, whom I know, was there. We heard him speak. You and I were both there. The president was there. Congressman Nickel was there, Congressman Fouché, you know, Governor Cooper. But the bottom line is what Greg Lowe said was that they were an LED company, Cree. Okay. They were founded at NC State. You said an LED. So like the LED. Lights, LED. That's what Cree lights. did. Interesting. They changed their name to Wolfspeed to become a chips manufacturer in silicon carbide and advanced manufacturing. Now, this is beautiful because Greg Lowe and his team, we want to congratulate him. Major, major expansion now in Chatham County as well billion-dollar expansion, thousands of jobs, and then you and I are there at the headquarters in RTP in Durham. And so I tell you, it's uh, it's exciting for American manufacturing. In this case, I think that, you know, President Trump was the one who brought this in about we're not making enough manufacturing jobs here. And now President Biden is carrying through and actually getting it done. And I don't think the president, I think he should be given credit for the CHIPS Act. And now we have to see how many jobs are going to be created and I like the workforce training component. I think it. I think it's going to be incredible to see over the next few years. And it's going to be important too, because as you were saying, most chips in the world are created in Taiwan. Another significant portion of them are made in China. And this could, this could very well, especially if China takes over Taiwan, which is a saga that's been going on for years. Even it our, could turn into an industry where our, everything's made in China. Our, exactly. Our iPhones and even our drones and missiles. I mean, this is not only a, a matter of our economic security and having jobs here 
particularly when we're automating jobs with AI, we can create these manufacturing jobs, but also it's about national security. Do we want our drones? Do we want our missile defense systems? Do we want those operating on chips that are manufactured somewhere else and with countries who our relationships aren't very good at this point? So I think the right thing to do is let's manufacture them here. And uh, I think it's going to create a more stronger economy. And let's, we don't know, there are significant grants. I heard one of the governor's uh, guys, John Meyer, speak of leguminous pouties. And John Meyer had said that there's lots of grants coming in for companies to apply. And I'm assuming WillSpeed will apply. So they'll be given a couple billion dollars of incentives for actually doing the chip manufacturing credits, tax credits. So uh, that'll be good for WillSpeed to get. And I'm sure VinFast from Vietnam, let's not forget them, they're, they're manufacturing um, electric vehicles in Chatham County. And it's not just about making these things here locally. It's also people have to make them. It's not all just robots making these things in a big building. And part of that is that community colleges like Durham Tech, for example, Wake Tech, they're signing up to teach people how to work at these places so local people can end up with these local jobs. That's exactly right. You know, Scott Rawls at Wake Tech and uh, uh, Dr. Carver at the community college system, Tom Looney, one of my good friends. He's on the board. They're working on, you know, cutting-edge training, advanced manufacturing. So that's exactly how it would work. Then our community college system would train with the dollars they're getting from this act to actually prepare for the jobs in the new economy. I can't think of a better time than now, particularly after the pandemic, uh, to create these jobs. And we want them here in the U.S. And, and, of course, Governor Cooper and all of us want them here in North Carolina. And they're good-paying jobs, too. These aren't just, you know, little jobs that someone will apply for, do for a bit, and then leave. This is a job where if you land one of these, you're going to stick with it because it's a good one. I met a high school kid once on a manufacturing floor at Shunk. He went through the apprenticeship program called TAP at Wake Tech. He was making $100,000 a year. You know what? He operated the software that ran the robot. So there was nobody on the shop floor. 